Yeah, Hoodoo Gurus, that's my team. And if you're wondering why on earth am I playing that, well, I'm allowed to play that because it's a rugby league anthem and I happen to like it. And if you look at the sign behind me, this is my show, so I can play whatever I want to play. But the reason I'm playing Hoodoo Gurus, that's my team, because the Prophet's Guru, the Prophet's Guru is now going to join us. Um, he's from beforeyoubet.com.au. Prophet's Guru, good evening to you. Thanks for staying up this late. How you been? Yeah, I'm well, Chris. Thanks, mate. I appreciate you having me back on the show. Oh, mate. Now, you're gold. Some of your stuff you came up with us last year was gold, and uh, our listeners want you back, Guru. So um, let's let's get started. Let's get down to business and talk about, firstly, um, well, we'll start game by game, if you like. Round one, uh, the Panthers are at home to Manly. Uh, no Nathan Cleary. That's sort of a bolt out of the blue. What's that done to the market? Yeah, it's seen Manly come into favouritism at a dollar eighty. Penrith have drifted out to two dollars, probably a little bit shorter than what they would have been last year had they had Nathan Cleary admitted from their team. I guess starting the season off with the premiers returning the trophy home, presenting it to their fans is a great thing to do. Uh, but I think the Panthers are a little bit weaker than last year. I think Manly are somewhat of a sleeping giant. They're near full strength and they're ready to pounce. So I think a dollar eighty is pretty good value for the Seagulls, and I think they might just scrape home, albeit in a really, really close contest. That one at Bluebet Stadium uh, 8.05 kickoff out there. Uh, I like Manly in that one as well. Uh, Raiders v Sharks, that's the Friday night the early game, 6 o'clock at GIO Stadium in Canberra and the Sharkies will be without their without their coach. Yeah, this is an intriguing match. Craig Fitzgibbon, he's he's uh, undergone the COVID protocol, so he'll be coaching from his lounge room. The Raiders, well, they've lost new recruit Jamal Fogarty at halfback, and I, I like their purchase of him leading into the season. But now that they've lost him, a lot of question marks have, are raised. I would have thought that they might have named... Uh, Matt Frawley at halfback, mm. as opposed to Brad Schneider. So that's somewhat uh, confusing. The Sharks, well, they're without Wade Graham, but they've recruited well. Nico Hines will play halfback, Matt Moylan 5'8", and Dale Finucane will be at lock. So I think this will be a real arm wrestle of a contest. I could go either way, and I think this match will be decided by less than six points, and that's roughly around about two two seventy five. In terms of picking a head-to-head winner, I've just slightly got the Sharks ahead, based on the experience that they've got in their side. I'm going to ask you uh, shortly uh, for a slider and a climber, i.e. a team that uh, might climb into the eight and a team that might drop out of the eight. So you just keep that in the back of your mind as we uh, roll on through round one. So also on Friday, and this was, as I said earlier, uh, you know, the marketer's dream. Adam Reynolds up against his former club. Broncos taking on the Bunnings at Suncorp Stadium. 8.05 on Friday. But Adam Reynolds, as we know, will not be playing. Yeah, what a shame. I was really looking forward to this contest to start uh, to start the season. Look, the Broncos, they've, they're an interesting team. A lot has happened in their off-season. I, I don't like the news coming out that the players asked for a lighter pre-season at one stage from mm. Kevin Walters. That's, that's a, a red flag to me. Look, South, yes, they've lost Reynolds. Yes, they've lost Bennett. They're still going to be a good side. They're capable of finishing within the top eight because of the players that they've got at that disposal. Despite not having Latrell Mitchell, they're the strongest side in this contest. Lachlan Elias played a handful of games towards the end of last year. And one thing which went unnoticed is his kicking game. I actually think that's going to be developing towards maybe not the same level of Adam Reynolds, but of better halves. And you look across the line, you've got Albert Kelly, Billy Walters. The Rabbitohs certainly 
possibly have an edge here. The home ground or the enthusiastic home crowd will probably keep the Broncos in it. So I do like the Rabbitohs 1-12 to at about 3.10, but they're the, they're the side that should win this game. Alrighty, then let's look at Super Saturday. The first game, 3 o'clock at the SCG uh, and the Roosters. Plenty of people keen to get on the chooks this year. So Sammy Walker, he'll be having his, his second year. He'll be much better for that. Luke Keary comes back into the team. Lindsay Collins comes back into the team. And uh, for Newcastle, well, life uh, life goes on without Mitchell Pearce. Yeah, the Roosters are the shortest price favourite of the rounds at $1.18. The Knights are at $4.80. The, the inclusion of Luke Keary has worked twofold. They've got him at number seven, so it moves Sam Walker out to six. Mm. And I think that allows him to play a little bit more freedom uh, in the halves and actually take the ball to the line. That brings the edge plays into it a hell of a lot. I can't see Newcastle being competitive in this game. The line's at 13.5. I think the Roosters cover that and cover that quite well. They're a team that started building towards 2022 midway through last year, and I think they're going to have a day out against the Knights. Talking to the Profits Guru from beforeyoubet.com.au, 5.30 game on Saturday. Warriors uh, playing the Dragons uh, at Sunshine Coast Stadium. Um, A lot of people have got the Dragons climbing into the eight. How does this one pan out, round one? Well, the Warriors actually opened up favourites in this match, but they're out to two ten. While the Dragons are into a, a dollar seventy four, I agree with that betting move. I think the Dragons are the better of the two sides. I think that the the spine for the Warriors is somewhat uh, confusing with the team that they've named. Yes, Sean Johnson comes back in, but he requires a strong platform to be set for him to be creative and achieve what he wants to achieve. They're capable on their day. The Warriors. I think this game will be close, but I really like what I'm seeing out of Ben Hunt, Tyrell loan and also uh, Amone in the half. So I think they're going to do quite well, the Dragons. And one thing which Anthony Griffin coach teams are always good at, and that's defence. So I don't think the Warriors will have enough to crack their opponents, but the Dragons will just scrape home. Low scoring contest up on the Sunshine Coast. Dragons 1-12 to 12 then, yes? Correct. Okay. This one, the third game, the late game on Saturday night, West Tigers and Melbourne Storm at Parramatta Stadium or Combank Stadium. Can the Tigers get close? Well, I think they might, uh, but that'll only be for a short portion of this match. The Storm, they very, very rarely lose the opening match of the season. I think you have to go back uh, 20 plus years to find at least two occurrences of that. So it's going to be hard for the Tigers to win this match. If Adam Dewey was playing, maybe they'd be closer. But not only do they not have him, they lack key attacking weapons. So if you look at the Storm side, not only are they a strong team, but they've got a great pack coming off the bench. Nelson Asafa Solomon is named to come onto the field in Jersey 17. Mm. And after you've dealt with the early 20-minute onslaught, you've then got him to inject into the contest. So I can't see the Tigers getting close to the Storm, 13 plus in. Mm. I tend to agree with you. Okay, on Sunday, five past four, Parramatta at home to the Gold Coast Titans. Um, I don't know. What, the Titans, the jury's still very much out for me on them. I do think the Eels will have another very strong season. Well, the Eels at Combank Stadium are almost unbackable odds of $1.37. Longer than a few other sides, but we know that they perform well at home. The Gold Coast Titans, geez, every year hopes are high, but they fail to deliver. They're at $3.15 in this match. And one thing which I should have mentioned in the Warriors game also Mm. is that the Gold Coast-Warriors game was cancelled a few weeks ago. So that was their last trial match before the season. I think that's going to be to the detriment of those Mm. two sides. They had one last sit-out to maybe prepare themselves for this week. And I 
I think Parramatta are going to run right in this game. The line's set at eight and a half. The Eels are $1.95 for that, and I think that's pretty good value. If you couple it into maybe them into 13+, plus. the Eels, they love playing at Combank. Bring it on for them. All right, and to wrap up round one, the Cowboys are at home to Canterbury Bulldogs. Um, could be a scrappy affair. Yeah, look, the NRL's tried to hide this game at 6.15 uh, p.m. on Sunday <laughs> I night. don't think that's Good fair, Guru. Them. They haven't tried to hide it, have they? <laughs> Maybe you're right. Well, they've done their best. Mm. Look, if anything, and you can have two sets on trial form. Trial form means nothing, or perhaps it means mm. the team's looking good. Depends what side you take. The Cowboys are actually pretty good against the Broncos. May head into this game as a eighty-five favourites. The Bulldogs, ninety-five. I think they've recruited some attacking weapons, but it's like adding very expensive rims to a car, but keeping the same poor motor in it. I think that's what they've done. They've got, a, a, they've, they fail to have a, a strong spine, and they've lost players like Nick Meaney, who would have maybe contributed to that. So I can't see the Bulldogs winning this game. But then again, there's there's the great unknown in this. Matt Burton could come out and have a day out. If you're going to invest on it, I'd say stay away on it. Go for the other seven matches. But if I have to pick a winner, I'm leaning towards the Cowboys. Okay, thank you. I like that analogy too with those shiny shiny rims on a um, a car with a dodgy motor. Hey, righto, Guru, um, give me a, an improver, um, a climber and a slider. A team, firstly, you think might push into the eight this year? Look, I think it's the Cronulla Sharks. Mm. Uh, they've recruited very well. And not only have they recruited strong players, they're strong players that develop a really good work ethic at the club. And when you recruit from the Melbourne Storm, it is by beware somewhat. You know, a few players do excel once leaving that environment. But Nico Hines and Dale Finucane appear two players capable of doing that. And the input of Craig Fitzgibbon at the helm, he's waited a long time for this job. He's knocked back several others to find the right position. I think they're poised to move into the top eight this season. They're they're pretty well placed uh, to make the top eight at a dollar eighty. If anything, you want to go a step further. The top four does seem a little bit beyond them, but it's certainly value at four twenty five. Can another club also climb into the eight? Yeah, if I was if I were to pick one out of the teams mm. who didn't finish in the eight last year, I'd actually go St George Dragons mm. and. I base that upon their defence, and I look back at last year when the infamous barbecue incident took place. Mm. The players which were, I guess, central to that, and some still remain at the club, but the main central players have, have vacated the team, and I think that changes a lot of culture at the team. I think they've been allowed to do their own thing uh, down in Wollongong, away from the prying eyes, and they're $3 to make the top eight. On their day, they've got a few very strong youngsters coming in, and I reckon they might surprise a few teams. Yeah, I, I tend to agree. All right, we've got a couple coming in. Let's kick a couple out of the top eight. Yeah, the Gold Coast Titans and Newcastle Knights. Yeah. I'm I'm really disappointed with the way the Knights have recruited. They're, they're going to struggle without Braley in the first few matches. And Adam Clune, well, he really wasn't a success at the Dragons. And I know they've got uh, Joey Johns back in coaching the halves. That'll count for something. But um, he's not the miracle maker there. So I struggle to see how they're going to perform well. And I'm just knocking the Titans out of the eight because they're the great unknown. They, mm. they appear to be capable on their day. You cannot ever invest on them with any confidence. Yes, they have a lot of firepower in their forwards. And if David Fafita has a day out every week, they should win more games than they lose. But that that's a big question mark at this stage of the season. Mm. 
All right, Guru, um, let's uh, fast forward now and uh, grand final. When is it? First week of October, isn't it? So who, who wins the grand final? Who's the, who's the premiers for 2022? Well, when we spoke back in January, mate, I named the Roosters-Penrith grand final. I've moved a little bit away from that. The reason I'm knocking Penrith out of that is if they're to make the grand final, that's their third straight year mm. um, at that level. And I think that's very difficult, especially for a younger team like the Panthers. I'm leading towards the Melbourne Roosters grand final. Mm. And if there's a team which is to come into that fold, I've got Manly pretty high up as well. So mm. the, the thing with Manly is if a few injuries strike, it's going to weaken their squad. But again, if they get in a position in the top four and they're in a semi-final match, they can beat anyone in the competition on their day. The Roosters, they've recruited well with their, with their spine now having smaller, quicker base players. And the Storm... I think they're. I think they they should be favourites in the competition. They're a very strong side across the park. They're going to dominate, and they set very high standards for themselves. Absolutely, and they have um, yeah, undoubtedly the best spine. Uh, you spoke about that earlier. Others uh, failing to put a bit of flesh around their spine, and others having good flesh but not enough spine. But Guru, I appreciate all that, mate. Really good insight, and we might do it each and every week here on Higher Ground. Uh, Profits Guru from BeforeYouBet.com.au. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate it, mate. Good to be back. Great stuff, mate. There he is. And uh, all the good oil. So check that website out, beforeyoubet.com.au.